0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
0: That is the noise of an aeroplane taking off from Dublin Airport over my house last Thursday literally from our back garden. Uh, I videoed uh, that and um, I videoed a decibel meter and the decibels uh, went up to 90 decibels on the uh, meter. Now, we have lived where we live for many, many years. It is eight kilometres from Dublin Airport, but we had always been told that we were not ever going to be on the flight path for the new North Runway. Lo and behold, on Thursday, we were. Strangely enough. Now, uh, it wasn't as bad over the weekend and I touch wood that it won't be as bad. However, residents um, in North County, Dublin, near the uh, airport are holding a public meeting this coming Thursday um, to highlight the fact that this north runway, which obviously is something that is to be very welcomed. We um, as an island nation, we need a second runway. It will help improve the productivity of this island. But for an awful lot of residents in North County Dublin, it is uh, a major problem. Um, I'm joined on the line by uh, Mick O'Rourke from the uh, St. Margaret's and the Ward Residents Association, who is involved in this uh, meeting on uh, Thursday. And also, uh, Joan Scales is the editor of TravelToIreland.ie. Uh, Mick, let me start with you first, if, if I may. And obviously, I've uh, expressed my issues f- from a personal perspective point of view of what we experienced on uh, Thursday at our house. As I said, over the weekend it wasn't as bad, and I touch wood that it stays that way. Why are you holding a public meeting on Thursday?
2: I'm 70 years old, literally yesterday, and I've lived in this whole area ever all my life. I have never seen as much anger and shock in the community. And when I define community, when you're living in a city, your community is normally considered your next street. When you're out in the country, it's the people within a couple of miles around you that you've got to know over the years to playing GAA, playing football, etc. And the amount, number of phone calls I got, the number of phone calls that close friends of mine got, who were on the community, so, local community association, etc. People were in absolute shock on this, and they were in shock because for the last number of years. And by the way, I welcomed a news talk when I went on and seven o'clock or something there, one in the mornings, during, or earlier in the week, I welcome to open the runway. It's good for the country. It's good for Fingal. But the situation has turned is that everybody was told that, oh, trains are going to go on a particular flight path. And as part of that process, DAA was involved in providing an installation scheme in some 200 plus, plus or minus 200 residences in the area. Mm-hmm. Now, if you envision the, uh, the uh, runway going out, the areas where the insulation were put in, was put in place were like a large cigar shape, half of the cigar, going out from the end of each runway. So there was sort of a, an area out in front, at, at, the, at the end of the, board, of the, of the two runways at, at either end, where there was an insulation scheme. And these were the flight paths that the, that the airport was, to, that the airlines were, were to follow, or we have been told for a number of years. However, when it opened on... Uh, towards the morning there, it, it, it was like pigeons being let out for a race. There was planes when they were going left, they were going right. Instead of coming out almost three kilometres and hitting 3,000 feet before they turned, as soon as they were leaving the runway, they were veering north, they were veering south, not mainly north and then doing various to go back out over the Irish Sea or go out around, around Dublin. Those ferries
0: Okay, from- is it not part of the the learning curve that, um, you know, the, it was the very first time they'd uh, used the runway, uh, that it is a, a learning curve as to uh, the flight paths, or is this something that just shouldn't have happened and the planned flight path should have been followed?
2: As far as we're concerned, and we have been involved in this now since, it, since, it, since the, the uh, runway was planned, uh, these divergent fire plans—we're saying they're actually illegal. They're not as we're, we're not part of any of the restrictions put in on the planning process. The planning process where the place were to go out in a certain a certain direction. And if this was going to be changed, then they need to immediately go in and the contours that they're using to insulate
0: homes must be must be reassessed. Okay and so, as I and I have to uh, put my hands up that I have a vested interest in this myself as you just heard that um audio that I recorded at our house the other day we were never supposed to be on a flight path and we are not included in the zone where um remedial works will be done to houses. So when I, think I you're yeah sorry go on. Yeah
2: I think you're somewhere down And there's a number of people People I went to school with, because when we were rural there, you you know you came from a fairly wide area into it. Who have been, who lived down in Kilsallaghan area, they were in shock. As they say, flights were literally following the, the road from St. Margaret's to, uh, to St. Margaret's to Kinsalehan before they even start. You know, took a turn, took a sharp right turn, and followed this long curve around. They were in absolute shock. And when people, swim over in Clontarf, for somebody living, say, 10 miles away from the runway, says, oh, we, the planes are terrible. There's no comparison between somebody there, when a plane is going over you at, say, 2,400 feet, you're getting 75 to 78 decibels, which is very loud. At 3,000 feet, you're getting 67 to 70. Now, every 3 decibels uh, of sound increased or decreased is a
0: twenty-five percent increase or reduction? Okay, now Mick, uh, the the one thing that I said uh, in my introduction was that was the the sound at our house on uh, Friday, and this isn't about me, uh, obviously. Um, over the weekend, it wasn't as bad. I didn't notice any uh, planes flying as close to our home. So my point was exactly: c- could this be part of the, the the learning curve of using this new runway, and that it was a, a temporary interruption that probably oh, won't happen absolutely
2: again? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But the difference is, what you have to noticed is planes coming in and landing have a particular very straight flight path at a certain angle of degrees the that they must come, come in on. So the planes landing, when the wind is coming from the east, planes land to take off against the wind So or our breeze. So the, what you had the whole weekend, what we've had here, is we've had all the planes uh, on the new runway, landing on the new runway landing in from the west towards the east coming in over the ward coming in over what should be the flight path that it should have been on take taking largely the flight path that should have been on taken off
0: okay they so were, but is there not a, a, a thought that when they start taking off on the north runway again it won't be as bad because they will pl- uh, follow the planned flight path
2: there's no there's no indication that they have to come in they, they have to come in on a fairly straight flight path when they are landing, they do not seem to have to have to have to have to follow that to the same extent when they are taken off.
0: OK, also, so, so tell me, uh, make if you will, you're having a public meeting on Thursday, um, obviously with the amount of complaints that you've received from uh, residents. What are you uh, hoping to achieve by having this meeting? What's the idea of the meeting?
2: Well, one, we want the, the amount of questions that people have. We want to address some questions. We want to explain what we've been doing for the last number of years and what, what, what we can try and do into the future. And if they are going to con- con- continue having a, a divergence on the takeoff, then we're going to have to lobby DEA to increase the insulation scheme. Additional people will have to have their houses properly, properly insulated. But remember one thing. You will never go out and enjoy your backyard again mm. in the way that you would have for the last 20, 20 years.
0: Now, I know a lot of people argue, and in fact, one text came into us just a moment ago, and it says, don't live near the airport if the noise is too much for you. It's the same as people living near Croke Park giving out about crowds going to matches or uh, concerts. The one thing that I would say to, the, to that person is... Where we live, in particular, at our house, we were never to be on a flight path, so we never were concerned about uh, the new runway because it wasn't going to impact us. So uh, suddenly, it's impacting us in a way that it wasn't supposed to. So that, that,
2: I totally agree with you on that. And in addition, if in addition to that, St. Margaret's of the area out here is a fairly old rural community. The house I'm in here, uh, the old section was a largely clay structure. And it was something like here 300 years. So it's been here before the airport was ever even considered, before the Wright brothers ever even took off.
0: <laughs> okay, so, stay, not- uh, Mick, stay with me for one second if you can, please, because uh, I'm joined on the line by uh, Joan Scales, who is a uh, travel writer. Joan. Obviously, the uh, this has been a long-planned uh, runway, the second runway for Dublin Airport. It's been on the plan since the 1960s, and finally it got to open uh, last week, and gradually its use will be increased over time. How important is this runway to the infrastructure of the island of Ireland?
1: Well, thanks very much for having me on, Adrian. The airport the runway is vital to the growth of this country. I think if I if I give you paint a little picture for you and and I must say first off I do have a lot of sympathy for the people who live in the ward and other areas that are suffering from noise pollution from the runway that was never planned. And I know that DAA have been very good about talking to people. They've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of public meetings with people. They have faced up to their obligations. And I feel that if there's problems, they will certainly talk to people and help to try and solve what those problems are. But the important thing we have to remember is this was planned in 1968. Mm-hmm. The population of Ireland in 1961 was 2.85 million people. We're now almost double that. We're over 5 million people. And also within those 5 million people, we now have 95%, over 95% employment, which means that business is very good in this country. And the fact that so many people are in, in work and obviously... There's a lot of money coming into to communities and into pockets. Um, we're travelling and we know we love travelling because, I mean, look what happened when, when COVID restrictions were lifted. In We, um, all,
0: we all ran to the airport. In the yeah. air.
1: We ran, we couldn't get there fast enough. And I can tell you something, we're going to keep running because people are dying to travel. And as Irish people and, of course, our international community, we're we're scattered all around the world. So we we want to go and visit our friends and our relatives. We want to have our holidays abroad. But another important thing about Dublin Airport is that, I mean, it is going to get bigger. I mean, the plan is that within not very, very long time, Dublin Airport is going to be reaching 40 million capacity within less than 20 years, I am estimating. And because Dublin Airport is also becoming a hub, I mean... People maybe don't realise, but Dublin Airport is an all-island airport. It's not just about Dublin. So you have a lot of traffic. The whole of the country comes to Dublin Airport because, of course, there's accessibility to the rest of the world. And also we have a huge growing hub airport. Uh, capacity as well and in fact and that uh, that deals traffic. with
0: that deals with the yeah. message that i got in a second ago uh from rory and he yeah. said the new runway is an absolute waste of taxpayers money no point in increasing runway capacity when the terminal parking and road network can't cope with existing capacity but your your point there is that um this uh, dublin airport will be increasingly used as a hub where people literally fly in and fly back out again
1: Yes, they ha- they're they already doing that. I mean, we have, I think it's 29 airports in the UK are connected to Dublin, more than the London area. And so a lot of those people use us for North America, use Dublin for North America. And of course, we have a lot of Middle East flights and we're going to have more in the long run. There's more planned. Uh, so there's a lot of pent up demand from airlines as well. But you're right, the infrastructure doesn't, does need improving. Metro North is very slow. I don't know what's keeping them getting Metro North off the ground. I know they're saying that it's going to happen soon, but we're still. Well, 2034 isn't
0: but. that soon now, to be honest.
1: <laughs> no, it, No, nothing is happening soon, unfortunately. Um, okay, but it is. North-
0: let me just bring back in, uh, Mick. And uh, Micky, you did say at the very start that you accept the importance of uh, the North Runway for the infrastructure of the island of Ireland, yeah?
2: I, we totally do, and we we have never, as a community residence association, opposed the runway. And that's a point we'd like to be clear. But what we say is there have to be certain conditions. Heathrow, for instance, one of the biggest airports in the world, it is, in effect, limited to 16 flights per night. Dublin Airport was not happy with having been restricted to 65 flights per night. And they're already gone over that since the new runway. Open 65, Heathrow 16, Gatwick is slightly above that. And if anybody wants to go out on the internet and Google a flight restriction in airports around the world, it has become accepted that the, the communities around the airport must be taken into considera- consideration. I understand the greatest need for the country to have this, just like there's a whole lot of other issues out there where people are restricted, you know, or, or something impedes what they want to do. But at, at the same time, society must accept that if we we're, were to have these benefits, then the local communities who are involved or who are, who are being harmed in any way need to be taken care of. My house, by the way, let's be quite clear. My house was insulated. I was one of the houses so enough to be insulated. But I am no, near, no, not nearly as badly affected as, we'll say, the houses are the houses now that the airline has been going out over. Those houses are far closer to Dublin Airport than my houses. And talk with people, I can just say anger and shock, but I have not experienced in 70 years living here and in probably the past 50 years. And again,
0: again, just for you, for the amount of people that are are texting in and uh, saying things like Julie says, uh, if you live near an airport, you'll hear noise. It's been promised for years so it's not like you uh, didn't know about it. I've no sympathy, says uh, Julie. Julie, what I would say to you is where, where our house is, uh, we are located in an area that was never meant to be part of the flight path. So we're not even in the area that uh, the DAA will insulate your home because we were never meant to have uh, planes flying above our house. Let, let me, Julie, let you hear the noise of that airplane yet again flying over our house last uh, Thursday. It's not a boosted recording. That is the actual recording from my mobile phone the other day and it reached 90 decibels. Uh, so for somebody who was not, not meant to be on the flight path, um, you can see why residents, not just me, by the way, but other residents are uh, annoyed about this. Um, is, uh, Mick, where is your public meeting this week?
2: The public, the public meeting we're having is in the Cookley Lodge. It's on, on Thursday, that's September the 1st, and it's a quarter to eight at start. We will have a few local representatives there Uh, largely, however, we want to just explain to people what we've been doing, where they are, what they can do, and get get their feedback on what order they want us to try and do. But as regards saying, oh, we're going to close the airport, anyone who starts that type of stuff is talking. Honestly.
0: No, no, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mick O'Rourke, thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us. That public meeting is on this coming Thursday in uh, the Cool Key Lodge at the Ward. And uh, Joan Scales, editor of TravelToIreland.ie, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Let me read uh, some of your messages just about this. Um, on one hand, people are complaining about flight delays, etc. The airport do something about it and now people are complaining about the noise. What more do you want? Um, And another message, Adrian, what do people who live right beside an airport expect? It's such a major, important factor in Ireland's uh, economy. And uh, one final message for now. Adrian, um, who exactly told you that you would uh, never be on the new flight path? This land has been held for a new runway for over 50 years and the direction of the runway and the associated flight paths was also known and should have been known to anyone buying property at the time I do appreciate the impact on your life and for all concerned um, should be in the insulation scheme says Kevin but that's the problem uh, Kevin we're in an area that is not included in the uh, insulation scheme because it was never meant to be part of any flight path so we were never meant to be impacted by it that's the point All right. um, we'll come back to this a little bit later on but first let's try and win you some big money